0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the CBO show, Coffee and Crypto, with your host CBO, aka Crypto's very own. Uh, today, I'm going to be taking a look at Bitcoin. Um, pretty much, the whole market has got its eyes there. You know, in, in cryptocurrency, if you if you're not aware, you know, Bitcoin's kind of like the Dow Jones, essentially, um, in a way, I guess but if uh you know when, when bitcoin's making a move whether up down or sideways uh you know it's it's pretty it's pretty indicating of the rest of the market so a lot of the altcoins uh you know it's it's really hard to trade altcoins if bitcoin's making a move uh bitcoin's like a, like a train right it's just uh when it starts moving you don't want to be in its way and once it settles down uh, and and starts kind of trading sideways, accumulating, you know, that's generally the time when you want to be, you know, investing and in, and in, you know, depending on your strategy, of course, but investing, trading, buying, you know, the dip, um, dollar cost averaging, whatever your strategy consists of, uh, you kind of want to wait and kind of see where and what Bitcoin's going to do. Uh, a couple days ago, Bitcoin was. Uh, Trading in a symmetrical triangle pattern, which is pretty indecisive as far as trying to indicate which way the market will go, and it did break to the downside. At least you know right now in the short term, the four-hour time frame. Uh, I mean, essentially in every time frame it broke down, but you're still in a bullish uptrend. You know, on the macro, uh, as far as you you know zooming out to the daily, the weekly time frame. I'm looking at Bitcoin actually right now, and it looks like it. Broke to the downside out of that symmetrical pattern. We bounced off of support at eighteen thousand. This was yesterday, or maybe a little earlier than that. Uh, we came back up. We were ejected off of the twenty-one moving average on the four-hour. At least uh, I can zoom out, and I'm sure there's a more you know, of a, you know, a more decisive pattern or or moving average or something that we really bounced from. But even right here on the four-hour, it's pretty clean and clear that it bounced right off the twenty-one. Uh, EMA, uh, an EMA by the way is the the twenty one. I'm looking at the twenty one EMA right now, and that is the average price of the last twenty one candles. So it depends on what time frame you're looking at, of course. So I'm right now on the four hour. So this is the average price of the last twenty one four hour candles. Um, and that price was about eighteen six and it got rejected from there it is now bouncing right up uh and i say bouncing but it's actually falling uh right down to where we found support previously which was eighteen thousand eighty six so that basically right around that eighteen thousand dollar price point if we do not uh hold there uh you can probably expect we would fall down to the next level which is uh roughly about seventeen thousand five hundred and if we do not hold there. Uh, the next area that I'd be looking for um, would be 16500 um, Yeah, it's not looking too good in the short term. Uh, you know, and when Bitcoin makes these moves down, the, the rest of the market just completely bleeds. Then, uh, especially some of these lower cap altcoins, and what I mean by lower cap, you basically have you know, the money flows from Fiat, which is like USD or Euro, depending on whatever your um, main currency is, depending on your country. And, you know, it goes from Fiat into Bitcoin. Bitcoin makes its move whether which way, you know, it goes, the money's in there. Uh, From there, generally it would go down to the higher cap, market cap. So whatever the um, companies and coins and projects that are worth, like Ethereum, for example, uh, XRP, you know they have high market caps so they're the higher caps uh coins they're a lot harder to move because it takes a lot more uh, liquidity to move their price point and but generally they will be the first ones to kind of make a move you know you'll see 10 20 30 runs you know xrp for example just basically ran you know two and three x over the last few months uh after being pretty dormant over the last few years so uh, price action like that generally calls for 30, 40% correction after you have 300% rally. Uh, Bitcoin itself you know, has rallied 100, 150% depending on what time frame you're looking at. But in the last 90 to 120 days, you know, Bitcoin is trading $8,000 um, around June. So to be around t- well uh, $20,000, I mean, that's that's a huge move to the upside. Uh, we've had bounces along the way, ups and downs. But all in all, I mean, that's that's a pretty big rally. Um, all right, so that's, and I'm sorry, going back to that. So for a a low cap altcoin, that would be something like, you know, one, one of the low caps that I play around with is called vite V I T E. And, uh, it's got a market cap of about right now it's probably even less, but generally like $8 million. I think at at the time now it's probably around $5 million. Um, you know, it's worth a penny and a half a little less than a penny and a half now it's been 11 cents in the past Uh, it doesn't have an extremely large uh supply so it's pretty simple and pretty easy to to move that price pretty pretty quickly uh but it also moves pretty quickly to the downside being that it's so small uh somebody you know the average person could put five thousand dollars in a bite and that would be enough to probably jump the price 10 20 percent uh that's how small that that market uh that that capital uh sorry that's how small that market cap is at the moment. So it's high risk, high reward. Uh, definitely very risky during a time when Bitcoin starts dropping because everybody uh, just starts pulling funds, you know, getting very fearful, uh, especially because Bitcoin makes big moves and then stops and then big moves and then stops. It's not a it's not a gradual thing, um, as is everything in the market, I suppose. But that is a, uh, you know, days like today are definitely when you want to have all uh you know, all those small market cap uh coins, you know, either stop lost in place or, you know, possibly taking, you know, 50% off the table and just kind of having your, your, your assets in USD or Euro or, you know, yen, whatever your, whatever your trading pair is. Um, But, th- you know, it's definitely a bloody day uh today as far as the altcoins go. And even if you're in Bitcoin, I mean, if you're trading, you know, with margin, you know, f- how, how far did we fall today? I mean, it's, Started off at eighteen six, we're at eighteen. I mean, we had a six hundred dollar drop to two and a half percent, three percent, depending on what where you're looking at. Um, you know that could be devastating. You know, if you're trading on a ten x margin, uh, that'd be a thirty x thirty percent loss. So, you know, the market's going to take your money uh, if you, if you're not smart about it. So, just always have you know both outcomes. You know, on the table, have a plan, have stop losses. You know, don't just boldly put money into the market and just assume it's going to go up. Um, And if you're going to short the bull market, uh, you know, it definitely can make money on days like today, but they're few and far between. uh, And it's it's usually, you know, it's pretty trappy. Um, Even right now, you know, this could still just be a a huge bear trap. Uh, It looks very clear and cut that this is going to continue downward. And usually when people see that, know that uh, it doesn't go that way. So. That's some nice mean bean. That's some good coffee. Crypto and coffee, man. That's what we're all about. Wake up, pull out the charts, drink a little coffee, and we figure out how we're gonna make some money. All right. So I don't bother to look at um, much traditional news as far as in the markets. You know, I'm, I'm very much. Uh, a chart oriented person. I know a lot of people are going to say you can't use TA and crypto and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I agree. It's, it's, it's such a, um, uh, not skeptical. It's a goodness. All right. Anyways, um, it's early speculative. It's such a speculative market. Uh, And I totally agree. And by, you know, Realistically, I have five levels below uh, the price action right now that you really wouldn't imagine you could just get to in fifteen minutes. But at the same time, I know that Bitcoin could easily drop to you know ten thousand dollars right now as I as I sit here. Um, so it's not a traditional marketplace. But if you're used to looking at crypto and you know used to the technical analysis that you know this market offers, then I mean you 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 get the flow. Um, I, I have kind of gotten away. Granted, the traditional markets at this point are just as wild as the crypto market. So, I mean, you, you know, there's probably argument there that, you know, you can't even use technical analysis or fundamentals in the traditional markets at this point. Um, you know, everything's just explosive. You know, it's definitely bubble time for, you know, a lot of things in the, in the traditional market. Um, you know, crypto could be the same. I don't have a crystal ball. I'm just trying to make money and be on the right side of this transition. But, uh, you know, crypto just got back to, you know, it's, I guess, all-time high, if you, you know, compared while the traditional stock market has pretty much been there for months and months and months, just like teetering at, you know, all-time highs, falling below, getting a little higher. You, know, you got the Dow Jones at 30K, a little higher than that, but it's not, you know, really running yet. Everybody's expecting a crash. You know, at this point to me, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Dow run to 40 and 50K uh, over the next year. You, and the S&P, you know, like topping out at 15 grand. Um, that's just the kind of craziness I feel like we're going to see before the true collapse. Uh, and on top of that, you're going to see Bitcoin, you know, running rampant just with it. And everybody's going to assume because of the stock market's going up and this is everything just going up. And, they, you know, this has been written in the stars for as long as it's been around, basically, uh, just due to the supply and demand of Bitcoin. So, Last rally, Bitcoin ran from six hundred dollars in January of two thousand seventeen, and I'm not saying two thousand seventeen was the run itself. I mean, you're talking a year and a half, eighteen months solid bull run from the time of the halving, essentially, uh, and a little bit before that even. But when the real attention was held, and when you stopped getting, you know, extreme pullbacks. Um, and I guess what I mean by that is if you got in in January and you didn't ever buy in again, you never lost money, um, from that point. So January is probably going to be something similar for ourselves. You know, if you just bought at 19 K 20 K and we drop down at 16, 13, whatever, you know, if we get to that level, uh, you obviously lost some money, but January clicks around and picture this, we're at 12 K 11 K 13, whatever the case may be, you know, more than likely if you were to buy january of 2021 and never sell again i'm sorry never buy you would probably not lose your money just in my opinion on what i see in the charts um bitcoin once again 2017 was 600 dollars. if you bought 10 bitcoin at 600 dollars and even though it's ran up to twenty and dropped and blah blah blah, um, you never lost money. Uh, you know the the bottom so far was three thousand dollars. So if you still bought those Bitcoin at six hundred. You know, yes, you you were up, you know, X amount for a while. And if you would have sold and bought back in, you'd have more buying power and so to speak. But over the long run, you know that you're you're winning. Uh, it's the people that buy in and just you know can can hold tight you know at the beginning of the run you're, you're fine it's when you buy at the end of the run when you you know you have to deal with that emotional roller coaster for possibly a year plus um depending on how everything goes but um yeah so you know i've been in, involved with uh, the markets and, and cryptocurrency for about 10 years so 2010 um and i'm not you know i'm not going to say i'm some guru or anything like that i'm 30 years old i'm i'm no uh super wise investor i'm not a millionaire um i've made mistakes i've lost a lot of money and anybody that says anything different you know i have to imagine is extremely talented in the sense of uh <laughs> they don't really need money and they just piss it away and don't care but uh you know, I feel like I'm the, I'm the average person and, uh, you know, I, I, I make intellectual decisions, uh, informed decisions and, uh, you know, very, you know, highly managed risk uh, at this point. You know, I, I definitely fell into the same craze as everybody did in 2017 with Bitcoin and crypto. And, you know, I started taking people's money and managing it for them and this and that. and And it turned out OK, but it wasn't the smart thing to do. Ah, not then at least if I was to do that now, maybe it'd be a little different, but, uh, 2010 traditional markets, man, I was, you know, the server at Outback Steakhouse, I was making hundred dollars a day, whatever. So I was like, if I could do that in the market, you know, I'd rather, you know, start making those moves and build upon that. So that's what I did. Yeah. I got them, you know, I taught myself, uh, you know, all the indicators, you know, how to look for, you know, news catalysts and what would move and, you know, scanning the other, you know, markets in the world, uh, different times, you know, just the traditional um, Wall Street wannabe type stuff. You know what I mean? And it was tough. You know, I made seventy bucks here and there. Uh, I would lose it. Uh, definitely wasn't to the point where I could live off of it. So it just kind of became a hobby. But at that point, you know, I took the time and put in the research and 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 taught myself and learned and took the experience of you know how, when, where, and what. Um, and I was just in the normal markets. And then I stumbled across Bitcoin in 2015 at like 200 bucks, whatever it was. I never bought any, I'm not going to say I did, but, uh, and at the time, I mean, it was, there was no on ramps, no on ramps. If you were trading Bitcoin, it's because you were playing online poker or, you know, buying drugs off of, uh, uh, the Silk Road or something of that nature it was very shifty and shady on how you could get a hold of it or you were mining it but uh you know it was tough i mean you really had to know what that was and you know unfortunately i was too young to really realize what was going on but uh you know but i did sit there and it, it, it intrigued me and uh you know at the time you know credit cards debit cards all these things were really starting to you know take place of cash and like i said i was a server so i was really getting used to the idea that you know money was kind of going away as far as people having cash in hand and it was just you know we started getting credit card tips all the time and this and that and i, I started realizing i was like man it's like we already are using a digital money um you know it, I don't really, I didn't really ever see cash at that point and, and neither did many of the people I knew, you know, you have, if you want to pay bills, you swipe the card or you put in your card, pay, you know, your, 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 your bank account number. And it's just like when I saw and, and heard what Bitcoin was and what it is, I was like, man, this is going to be an easy transition at this point. You know, you have these lengthy wallets and all this and all that, but it's just a bank account at the same, at the end of the day. And then you're just, you know, holding your own seed phrases and this and that, which I mean, that's done for you from the credit card company or whoever's processing. But you know, that's a little manual still in this point in time. But I knew that that would be something that would be big uh, coming up. But I just never could pull the trigger on investing or buying it or realizing, I guess, what it would become at that point, even. So I sat back and I watched the price just kind of run for you know two years and uh 2017 is finally when i got involved um coinbase i think was at the time the only thing you could buy bitcoin on uh, at least here in america um and it was you know just bitcoin and ethereum and litecoin those are the three and i think one of them weren't even available at first when i started getting on there but it was definitely just the three for a while and you know even then it was like so the, the only on ramp being that um if anything hit coinbase which even still today holds a little bit of you know catalyst to that degree but you know bitcoin cash hit hit coinbase like later in 2017 and it just rallied to like 5 grand or something like that um it was insane you know every time anything happened everything crashed you know Binance crashed uh, Coinbase cracking uh, Bitrex, just every exchange could not handle the server uh cap- capacity of everybody coming in and trading you know tron was uh just kind of newly released that year and you know at the very end of the cycle you know it was less than a penny when it started out and then i believe it I, I, that was that was the actually between litecoin and tron that was where i made my first uh you know profitable trades basically um my biggest ones and you know started off with litecoin at like Thirty dollars to 300 and then i moved everything from that to tron and i got in at like woo, two pennies one penny something like that it ran a 30 cents so you like 30 extra money in like a month and this was like christmas week of 2017 and i couldn't get in and sell you know i didn't have a sell order in place because i would have never imagined that it would have reached that level so quickly um and it was really man it was like a week it was it was insane uh, among others. I mean, it wasn't just Tron, but it was, there's everything just ran to the freaking moon. um. And, you know, the exchanges were, they couldn't handle it. So unless you had a sell order already in place, uh, you missed it. And by the time you could log back in, you know, everything kind of dropped 50% of where the rant, where the run was. And once again, it's just that, you know, that point you were just, I wasn't as experienced as I am today, as far as TA goes and at that level the TA doesn't matter like when it's just when things are just absolutely just parabolic like that i mean it's just hype um, and there's no technical analysis or fundamentals that you can kind of land on that would you know stick but yeah it's it can be a wild ride i guess that was just a little tangent on my experience so far with cryptocurrency and so after that run, run rally in 2017 you know I, i've stuck around um, once again, not going to say I've sold all my Bitcoin then and bought back in at the bottom. Uh, I've ended up holding quite a few bags, uh, XRP, EOS, Cardano, um, you know, I did make some profit with, like I said, Litecoin and Tron, everything else I kind of ended up just holding and, you know, I'm not really worried about it cause I knew that they would come at least return to where they were. Um, and uh so i mean we're, we're on par to you know at least get to around there i'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm assuming and believing i don't know that and either way i'm at least up it's closer to where i got in with those but i'm break even more than anything between everything so uh you know i still have a full-time job as well so blessed for that but yeah so cryptocurrency it's a very addicting asset uh it can be boring at times if you consider it that i suppose but you know when it when it really moves man it moves we just had a a pretty decent altcoin season a couple months back that lasted about three months uh pretty i'm pretty sure that we can expect that as well going forward probably here in january february latest but i mean essentially that that rally ended in september uh first week of september so you had october november december you know it's three months where everything kind of once again going back to the cycle of money it's like everything goes from bitcoin down and then back up so you know it's been three months that the altcoins have just been stagnant dropping you know bleeding whatever you want to call it um And it was for three months, Bitcoin just completely just ran. 90 days, Bitcoin flipped 100 and something percent. What happens generally is that, you know, you get to these levels, it will probably correct a bit and then it gets people very excited and interested. And if they do want to buy Bitcoin, they're going to buy it now while it waits another three months maybe to run, uh, you know, pretty hard. And then when that happens, everybody's in Bitcoin and then all the altcoins start popping, 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 popping. Everybody sits there and is like, oh, should I move it? Should I move it? Should I move it? And they usually wait to about that three month mark, or they get in towards the end, sell their Bitcoin at a loss, buy into an altcoin at its high, and then you know what happens is that the altcoins will start correcting, and then Bitcoin will start running, and that's that's just the name of the game. You know, you want to be a few steps ahead, like chess. Um, but that's uh, that's what I have for that. Um, another, another coffee sip there you know, even while I'm sitting here, you know, we, we dropped down to 18,000. We're already back up to 18,2. Um, you know, the, if you're a full-time trader, man, you can sit here and watch this and be prepared for, you know, moves like this. I mean, you can make a a ton of money, especially with margin. Um, you know, that's a one and a half percent gain, uh, and 3% drop, you know, like, you know, once again, 10 X that, I mean, that's, that's, 15 and 30 percenters right there uh on 200 moves in bitcoin so there's a lot of ways to make money in this market so a lot of ways to lose it as well okay another major uh player when it comes to uh and just full disclosure i, I i'm a i'm more so of an altcoin trader and bitcoin investor okay like i invent i name of the game is get more bitcoin so I make my actual gains and all this and all that in altcoins. I trade them. I do not hold them for the long haul. Um, and when I make substantial profits, I move that into Bitcoin and I don't touch it. Reason being, Bitcoin is only has twenty one will only have twenty one million coins ever in existence, at least at the moment, until somebody finds a loophole to break that or something. But that is not enough to go around uh, to even every. Yeah, I think it's millionaire. Every millionaire in the world, if they wanted one, it's not going to happen. So, um, and with the rate that some of these hedge funds like Grayscale um, and a couple others are buying Bitcoin at, I mean, it's they're going to be gobbled up basically if they're not already. Uh, some of these price actions uh, and, and market moves I, I don't feel like truly represent what the supply and demand is currently. Uh that's just me. But, anyways, another big thing to peek at, you know, to to kind of know when is a good time uh to get involved with the altcoins, when is a good time to be, you know, kind of more so heavily involved in Bitcoin, or when is you know possibly just a good time to just be out is the Bitcoin dominance. So Bitcoin dominance is the percentage of the market that is allocated just to Bitcoin only. So the market Generally, I don't have it in front of me right now, but I think it's at like five or six hundred billion at the moment. Um, and right now, sixty three and a half percent of that is just Bitcoin. So that leaves thirty six and a half percent of all that money is allocated through all the altcoins. And that includes, you know, this almost six hundred dollar valuation of Ethereum, Ripple, Litecoin, every altcoin combined, all these DeFi projects is only 35 percent 36 of the entire market the rest of that is all in bitcoin um touching back on that uh just to put in the in retrospect here altcoins there's about two thousand three thousand probably at this point with DeFi coins just popping up out of nowhere between that and bitcoin the entire market is only valued at you know five or six hundred billion dollars just a few months ago, or even currently, maybe, I don't know, what the top of my head, but Apple reached $2 trillion, just one company. So when these markets start to fall, or people start pulling their money out, and if that was to, you know, partially go into Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, whatever you may call, um, that will amplify this market. Uh, the last bitcoin run you know went from six hundred dollars per Bitcoin to twenty thousand in one year um, if we were to put half of that as far as like the the amount that that ran up, which is let's say ten thirty anyhow. It's uh, It's essentially expected that Bitcoin will run ten x from where where it'll start in January. Um, so if we if we land somewhere around fifteen k, you know it's pretty pretty well expected that we'll make it to one hundred and fifty grand. Um, you know the, the biggest milestones are going to be fifty and one hundred, like those just for psychological reasons. And once we breach stuff like that. And depending on where the world is and with co I don't even know if I can say that on here. I know YouTube's a little weird, so um, with the with the Cervasa bug, I'll call it that. I heard that somewhere. With the Cervasa bug, um, and with where the world is, you know, it can be it's just gonna be just a monster. And once you get like once again get to that level where something's just hyped up and just parabolic, and there's no TA, there's no catalyst. It's just every person in the world is throwing their money at this thing. Um, you know, you can you can see numbers that you never thought you'd see. Nobody ever thought it'd be twenty grand back in twenty seventeen, and now it's just so casual that we have a twenty thousand dollar Bitcoin right now. Um, generally, I know it's eighteen, but you know, you breach 150 k, you get to two hundred. Then you get to 300. All right. And what happens is a lot of people that, you know, retail investors that have been holding from now at 18 and 10 and whatever, they're going to start selling and selling, 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 thinking they got the top, they're good to go. And then what will happen is this, this thing will push to 400 grand, 450. At that level, everyone in their mother is going to say, oh, it's going to a million. It's going to a million. It's exactly what happened last time. you think 15,000, 17,000. 12 you know that was the top that was the top that was the top and once we got to 20 near it we didn't even actually get to 20 but once it got to 20 all of a sudden oh it's going to 50 it's going to 50 it's going to 50 it's going to 50 and everybody filed in and got the rug pulled under them um that's that's how these things tend to work so just be cautious we have a a very exciting year ahead of us um and I don't mean all exciting in good ways. Uh, so, um, at the same time, I you know I don't love to see you know the entire global economy collapse and every small business go under. But if you're not taking time to